millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display. Plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Core Show. That's right. This is Core, episode 196. It is Wednesday, October 16th. It's Whoa. 2019. Yeah, I know. This month is like uh, this month is like gone. It's like it was here. It said, "Hey, I'm I'm October. How you doing?" I said, "Nice, nice to meet you." And then it went beep, 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 that way, and suddenly it's the freaking 16th. I don't understand how that happened. Uh, but it's good to be here. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. We're going to talk about the interesting discussion around and in the world of video games today. And uh, we're going to start with, uh, we're going to talk about Riot. We never talk about Riot. Riot games, they just don't come up. It's not a big deal for us because we're not really League fans. Or I mean, we don't really play League actively, I should say. Bo used to play a lot of League back in the day. But uh, not so much since Heroes came out. So. That was their only game. We had 10 years of League of Legends, basically. And uh, that's all they did. So for their 10-year anniversary, they announced a whole bunch of stuff, including, well, basically, they they announced... Uh, how do I put this? What, let's start with what they didn't announce. Okay. Uh, what didn't they announce? You tell me. What did they not do? Uh, they are not making a music or dance game, a rhythm game. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's, yeah, right. that's it. Everything else they announced. Yeah, no tower defense uh, specifically, even though that's a part of of League of Legends already. You have to defend towers. Um, let's see what else did they not announce? It's there's no um, there's no, no dating sim. no dating sim right. None of that. Uh, RTS. I guess they're not doing that either. You could argue that you know RTSs are now modes oh, anyway. Yeah, League is the RTS. I'd say yeah, and the world's biggest. Uh, what they did announce, though, is a couple of things. Let's talk about the one that jumped out at me the most. And the one I think 
it makes them it makes it actually kind of a unique announcement because almost everything else they announce are things their competitors already make in some form or another. So in a weird way, they're just sort of saying, hey, us too with these games based on our IP. Um, but the one thing they're doing that nobody else uh, is doing, and particularly something I've been wishing Blizzard would do for, for years and they just haven't done it, and that is they're making and producing it themselves, their own animated series for... Actually, I don't know who it's for. Is it for Netflix? Who's it for? It's, Are they just doing it themselves? I think they said Netflix. Okay. I feel like I heard something about Netflix. Said it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Like we could look this up, but yeah, it's, I have to open a browser window. Don't do at that. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Here's the thing. I think they need to do this. Okay. I think honestly, in a lot of ways, the video is the thing that I think is the most important because all these other announcements, I had people all over my timeline freaking out about it. And, you know, it's exciting people. There's new games and, you know, it's coming from a studio that has a pedigree. You know, they have, yes, the league of legends is huge and I don't want to make it sound like I'm belittling that, but it is a niche game that they are top of the market for. Right. Right. That's, that's the reality of it. It's a very big game. It's still a a niche kind of category that they have cornered. And so there is a pedigree there. But at the same time, you say, hey, they're making a shooter. They're making a card game. They're making a fighting game. And I go, so what? Like, it really doesn't register with me because I don't have any passion or interest for League of Legends. Mm. None of that is interesting to me. Like, so I'm not in. It's not it's not one of those things where. You know, if you say Star Wars or Marvel or DC or, you know, any of these other licenses where I'm like, oh, that's intriguing. League of Legends isn't a brand that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. If they put out, say, an animated series and that gets a bunch of buzz and people are excited and into it. And I go, oh, yeah, I guess I'll check that out. Why not? I'll I'll put something on and I end up liking it. Well, now all of a sudden those characters and that license that didn't mean anything to me suddenly now does mean something to me. Sure. I get that. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat, to be honest. When they announced the other stuff, I just sort of said, oh, well, okay, they're branching out. We knew they were going to because uh, I don't know how long ago it's been, but Greg Street, formerly of Blizzard fame, Ghost Crawler, as he is known to the internet, was moved from League to unannounced stuff. And we didn't know what that was, and we just knew he was uh, sort of you know, spearheading all of that. And apparently this is it. It's actually multiple projects and none of them are ready to launch, but they're all in the works and they showed snippets of some of them. The shooter, I can't quite tell what I'm looking at there, but it's, you know, clearly some sort of strike. Yeah. And it looked like counter strike to me. I mean, it did a little bit, but it's, it clearly had some, you know, metaphysical stuff going on. Like there, that didn't. Yeah. It's like like the over the overwatch sort of, idea apex legend like where they have abilities but that they really emphasize the competitive side of things right and and it's just hard to tell from what little they showed if we'd get super expensive or into it or not i don't know why i said expensive that word came out like tourettes that was weird um and then a fighting game uh sure uh i mean again that's the thing you have to kind of prove yourself with before anyone's gonna give a shit so that that one, I, I, I really, I, I'm, for me, it's I can't get hyped about it. I just need to see what that is first before I can make any kind of judgment on it. And then, wasn't there kind of a weird-looking Diablo-ish thing? Um, it's like, it's like 
five seconds and nothing formally discussed, just teasers of <clears throat> their their stitches like character Blitzcrank from an isometric perspective, smashing what looked like a Diablo S sort of scene, killing bad guys. Right. Unclear if it's in a if it's like a divinity style RPG or if it's a Diablo like game, it's unclear. Right. They didn't really say. Um they did they announced a new character for League of Legends. I forgot her name. Hold on. Her name is Senna. She's a support character. Joins the 140 plus characters already in the game. Um, she got a bunch of lore that I don't understand any of. So that's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, team Fight Tactics coming to mobile. That was announced. I have some interest in that because I thought Team Fight Tactics was pretty fun. I, I played it for about a week and then kind of fell off, but I liked it. And uh, would probably try that again in a mobile format. They're also making a card game. Yo, you like competitive card games, CCGs? Boy, do I have some news for you, because they're making one of those, and that one's called Legends of Runeterra, or Runeterra. Runeterra? Runeterra. All right. It's spelled with you a... You know, I like to derisively call these card games like Hearthstone and Magic, like JPEG brawlers. <laughs> but these things really look like JPEGs. Like, when you put them on the table, they're all square and JPEG-y. Mm. <laughs> I was like... This is not impressive at all. They're not those were not the kind of cards you want to keep in a deck in your in your bag. Like they were ugly, ugly cards. Uh yeah. From what yeah, I can tell. But you know, it's fine. People like those, so you know. Sure. I think everything I'm gonna say about this, if it's a negative, I'm just gonna put it out here that like I get that they have a large fan base and there's people that are gonna really enjoy this. They're probably gonna put out a, a decent product. In the end. Yeah, so. they're a pretty good, pretty good team there. They know what they're doing. It says here it's uh, it features characters from the League of Legends universe, while the gameplay is focused quote on dynamic alternating combat that demands players use their skill, creativity, and cleverness to succeed. Mm, cleverness. So that's that. And then League of Legends for console and mobile. Uh, it's called Wild Rift, though, so it's not League of Legends. It's like an adapted kind of... It, it's Heroes of the Storm, but <laughs> is there Heroes of the Storm mode? Kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. The key thing that jumped out at me is like, it's League of Legends, but you know, those matches take 40 minutes. So we've made matches 15 to 20 minutes for people who have busy lives. And I'm like, that's the Heroes pitch! Yep. <laughs> Every BlizzCon, we're trying to keep games to 20 minutes. That's why we can't do X. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, Riot so. has acquired enough Heroes of the Storm dev, artist, animator talent <laughs> that uh, they might as well just make Heroes of the Storm over there at this point. They're probably more familiar with that than League of Legends. Yeah, why Actually, not? Actually, it's not a bad move if they want to pick up casual players. I think it's really smart. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 very, I'm actually very interested in playing that on the go. As, <laughs> as, as I think one of the only people on this show, I famously really enjoyed that weird thing that Tencent makes that's basically League on mobile. I forgot the name of it. Champion Legend of Champions. Le- Champions of, of Heroes or whatever the shit it is. Champions it's like, of Legends. Isn't it Heroes Vale? Vale of Heroes? No, it's something else. I can't Arena of Valor, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Arena. Similar letters, yeah. just in a different arrangement. It really is just like the most Russian roulette naming scheme these days. But um, But I enjoyed my time with that. It was fun to be able to do that sort of thing on the go this sounds more in line with what i would even like more like a a trimmed down version of what league already is sounds like fun so wild rift is a thing 
uh, that's coming, and you're going to have an option to play that, I suppose. Um, I didn't spend too much time talking about this uh, TV show, this arcane show. What makes it unique, I think, is that they're doing this whole thing themselves. They're not, as best I can tell, they're not uh, contracting this stuff out. So this isn't someone with a license. This is like an internal team making an entire series uh, for them, which is something I wish Blizzard would have done years ago or would do now or would do at all Um, because I think they would just own that space. And I also kind of thought for a while there, Blizzard had their cool, um, you know, they were really pushing their cool kind of middleware animation suite that they had built themselves that was sort of like somewhere between the fully rendered Sourfang level stuff and in game cinematics, it was like a middle ground and it, and they used it for a lot of the heroes announcement trailers. They used it for, uh, uh, stuff they do in, uh, overwatch. And I was hoping that that middleware was going to end up being a platform they could build entertainment products from. I really did think that like, that was my big bet, my big guess when they announced that and kind of didn't happen. So could still, I suppose, but it's um, not off the table. The thing about this, um, the timing of this riot thing is like it, it's pretty easy now to look at and go like, yeah, Blizzard's chips are down. And now Riot's launching everything and they have all kinds of goodwill because they only have ever done one game. So everything's going to be amazing. And Blizzard could knock it out of the park. Oh, they might. But here's the thing with you this. Know, like they, they could be like Overwatch 2 and yes, here's your animated series to go along with the game. The way, the way I'd look at this is this. And I've said this to a couple of people on Twitter and I, and I want to reiterate it here. For everybody out there that feels like they're doing some kind of valiant thing by, quote unquote, defecting from Blizzard to Riot because Riot had all these announcements, uh, I have bad news for you. Because if you're leaving Blizzard because of adherence to uh, Chinese political pressure, uh, Riot is a 100% solely owned subsidiary of Tencent, which is a Chinese conglomerate. Yeah. So I'm just if saying. Anything, this is a celebration of the future of Chinese games. <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways it is. So for real, legit, like knock that off or go ahead and, you know, boycott Blizzard. I guess that's fine. Do whatever you're going to do. But boy, am I tired of people on both extremes of that whole thing. I'm just. Yeah, it's it's just a weird take to be like, I'll show Blizzard. I'll defect. I'll, you know, just go play Riot stuff. They announce cool stuff like that's a weird take. Like, I don't blame anybody who wants to play any of this new Riot stuff. There's some stuff in there that looks cool. I don't blame anybody that wants to be mad at Blizzard. That's totally fine, too. Play what you want. Don't play what you don't want. You know, it's pretty easy. But if you're like, I'll show Blizzard, I'm mad at them. You're not making the point you think you're making by going and then supporting a Tencent-owned company. Yeah. The same company has has something like a 4% stake in Blizzard. Blizzard's total Chinese revenue. I mean, what the reason that... This is all a problem is because they see growth. They don't just see what their current revenue is. If it was just 12%, which is all it is, and that was all it was ever going to be, Blizzard wouldn't take the stance they took. They see growth potential. In Riot's case, it's 100% Chinese. <laughs> like, they used to be not, but they sold and they're done. So that's a Chinese company. And y'all should just know the facts before you start being weird online. Yeah. Just to underscore just a little bit, because I've been doing a bit of reading on this very subject. Um, it's law in China right now that, oh no, what? They're cutting me off again because I'm talking about China. <laughs> he thinks he got silenced, but we Uh-oh. can still hear him. I can still hear you, Bo. Can you hear us? I know. He couldn't. I'm back. No, look Hi, at him typing furiously. 
<laughs> I mean, we could still hear you. You were fine. You only stopped yourself, really. No, 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 no. The, my connection went bad. Um, oh. No, just I was reading that um, like private companies, it's the law now. You can't have private VPNs internally, and you're not allowed to have trade secrets anymore in that company. So oh, yeah, yeah. in the in the country, so like literally, what Tencent and all that are up to is very open. You know, the government. So it's really is like top down China approved sort of business when you're talking about Riot. It is. You want to get in bed with that stuff? I guess you just get in bed with it or whatever. I'm mad at Blizzard too, but I also just don't understand this like sudden so, love I don't for think Riot. A lot. It's weird. This isn't the last story. Like I think this was a lightning pole, a lightning pole or whatever. Or what are they? Lightning rod. Yeah. Lightning, lightning rod. There you go. Um, it was a lightning rod and everyone can go kick blizzard but like this isn't the last you're going to hear about china and our disconnection and it won't be blizzard next time oh, it'll be someone no. at riot who gets thrown in jail for some misunderstanding but you know mm -hmm. whatever um i'm sure something like that'll come up again in the future yep pretty much a guarantee that's the way this stuff works china is yeah. going to be china but the games look fun. Yeah, the games look fun. Uh, I am interested in a number of these things. I want to see more about them because, honestly, they're too early on things like the fighting game or the shooter or even the card game for me to get excited. And some of the quick flash of other things they showed, I think, are just pure hype candy and not really anything to talk about yet. If anything, I'm most excited about the League Wild Rift uh, version of the game and team fight tactics on mobile which i know you know not everyone's getting excited about mobile announcements but i like i like what they do with that stuff and i really like team fight tactics and i would like to play that on the go so yeah bring it although yeah, their games in there are really to, long i by just the way. need to hear more first yeah because because uh you know league of legends just being like hey it's league of legends just doesn't do it for me i there's there's no there's no connection with me to that brand. So I need to see why it's going to be a thing that I'm excited about first. And it, they haven't hit that yet for me. I agree. Uh, also, a thing we don't really get into here is Fortnite. And if we did... <laughs> it's big news for all the things we don't follow. <laughs> right. There was a big deal for Fortnite players. Also pissed a lot of them off and then also got a whole lot of them super excited. But for like three days... Fortnite shut down, but they did it in like really epic sort of, no pun intended, uh, epic fashion by having a giant uh, wormhole open up and suck the world into it and left all the players floating in outer space, uh, if that was even supposed to be outer space, staring at this black hole. And there it, it stayed. Hole, it? It a blue, more like a blue hole, which is, yeah, hmm, interesting. It looked a little blue like hole. the, it looked like a hero's logo about to take form, but I knew that's not what it was. Um, but anyway, that was a thing and it was so, I mean, it was smart marketing cause like national news people are covering it and talking about how mad the kids are and how, how come I can't get into my game, but also what is this? What are we doing? And now it's relaunched. It's a whole new map. Um, I'm sure more things than that because I don't really follow the game, but I'm curious what you guys think of yeah. the event or that kind of stunt. Do you think that was a. Definitely stunts the word I was searching my brain for. Yeah. Yeah. Cause essentially what they did is they turned uh server downtime into performance art. Yeah. Kind like, of. like if you want to get right down to it, it wasn't a case of, Oh, they had to complete challenges to unlock a thing. It was no, they just took the game down for a couple days and made people get all frothy and excited and be like, Oh, what's going on in Fortnite? Mm -hmm. Literally through the, 
through the weekend too. Yeah. Like it's not like they took it down on a Tuesday, you know, universal maintenance day. It was like, oh, you want to play this weekend, children? Too bad. Yep. We're gonna do this thing instead. You're gonna look at a wormhole. How do you feel about that? And they and they and they've been doing these little hinty things all all the time. Like there's always something weird going on in that game. I heard there was like some sort of creature or alien or something that was leaving audio logs around the world that you could run into accidentally and just play an audio log. And it was like all talking about the future of the calamity that was coming or whatever. And they've been leading up to this for months and that's kind of rad in some ways. I think that stuff's pretty cool. I would have been mad if I was a huge player to have me shut out of the game for three days and and not really know. I mean, I would have got. I would have. No, I would have figured it out and gone. Oh, this is a. They're doing a thing. They're doing a bit here. But I couldn't just for three days. Like I'd be fried. I'd be pissed. Right. Nobody knew how long it was going to be. It's not like they said, "Okay, we're going to be doing this thing for a couple days." It was just like, "Hey guys, the new season's coming." Mm-hmm. Wormhole, and people were like, "What's going on?" And Epic, being cheeky, like deleted all their tweets and was just like, "It's gone. It's empty." Like they just. They made it seem like there was nothing there anymore Mm. and no information. And so you had people like literally streaming and just hanging out and watching for days. Just this stupid wormhole, just like it's going to be something any day now. It's going to be something. And all it was was no servers are down. We're going to be back in a little bit and we're going to we're going to start playing again. Yeah, it's a brand new map. It means a whole new thing. thing. Yeah, it means we got to be right. You know, they got to make sure all the tech's good. Like this really was just a downtime event, but they really dressed it up to be more than that. Here's my question, because I didn't watch any of this. I know that there were like 72 hour streams where all they did was just sit there and stare at that blue thing and commentate on it. And then, you know, try to stay up all night streaming. Did it come up for them or did they have to re-log in? Like, how did that work when it actually happened? I don't don't know. Because what what would be cool is if they're just still watching that same blue hole and then suddenly it just went and then you're into the new world or whatever. But my, just the practical mind on on my head goes, well, wait, wouldn't that have to like log out, log in? You have to download the updated client, right? Yeah, get the client, all that stuff. Because if they could do that, then they could just let them play the whole weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah. it's yeah. still a stunt which i think is the point i think you're what you said about the stunt is a point i just you know gas stations of the world don't do what they did because it won't work for you guys yeah close yeah. down for the weekend people it, don't like that it's interesting though i mean you i think only Fortnite maybe could have gotten away with it um given how big they are because there was no way. Yeah, people you gonna... have to have I don't give a shit money to, in order to do something like not, this. Not even the money. Mm-hmm. Not even the money, but the goodwill. Like, so, you know, if this was Blizzard, everyone would be like, China's controlling Blizzard, going to play League or Apex Legends. Like, well, for some reason, Fortnite's I, like, eh, we forgive you. <laughs> I will say this. I have no idea on the veracity of this. I heard this from the one person I know who plays Fortnite. He said this to me. I didn't fact check him. I didn't follow up with any other questions. I believe my exact response was Ugh, China. But he said that the reason it was such an extended delay was the event in China had to take place and it delayed the whole thing. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Could be. I just want to make it clear. I'm not <laughs> trying to spread that as a fact. Well, here's what they could have done. They could have they could have done this. They could have said, well, all right we can put it in blue hole mode for as long as we need to. 
<laughs> so if it doesn't go for a day, if it doesn't work out in the day we have planned or something gets uh, tanked in China or whatever, no problem. We can just let it roll. Let's let the blue hole stay. That's probably what they did is my thinking. Yeah. So that's that could both things could be true. They basically basically basically. <laughs> They basically, basically, I'm learning how to talk again today for some reason, but uh, they, they basically, you know, could have gone longer if they needed to. I'm sure there was some, you know, there, at some point there's a cutoff for that. You can't go on forever. They you, couldn't you go two maybe weeks. Twitch called them and asked them to dig longer. Just be like, hey, we get, we're getting more views for your blue hole than your actual game. How long can you let this go for? We're, <laughs> we're building advertisers off the, off the, off the you know, we're getting a lot of revenue money from all these views. Well, it's what Open Open Bayou in the chat says. It was the most watched event online <clears throat> in the U.S. Six million plus viewers. Twitch averaged 25K live views during the uh, downtime. So that's that's a lot. Like just for downtime, that's crazy. I don't yeah, understand yeah. it. I think I think that I'm, game's More okay. games are going to go through patch notes. Sudden Heroes is going to go offline. We might get 5,000 viewers instead of 1,000. Maybe. Is that all we I get mean, these we're days? starting to see viral little <laughs> events in Heroes now, actually. That's true. I think it's a cool thing. Like, I think teasing stuff in your game in that way is a super cool thing. I don't think maybe taking your game down in prime time and leaving it down for three days without telling anybody what's going on is great. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, I saw, I missed most of the events in Fortnite. I played for a very tiny window. But I did see the robot fight the monster. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a pretty cool thing. And I, you know, as much as I don't particularly care about Fortnite, I got to admit some of the events and things they do. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of rad. Mm -hmm. Like, I there's a part of me that wonders what Fortnite looks like, you know, in 10 years from now. Like, is it still even remotely close to the game it is? Or is it now kind of more like an online world community? Where they go have concerts and weird shit like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. They do bizarre things. If I it's was a horrific, depressing vision of the future, it kind know. of is. But if it was me, I mean, here's how you get me back into Fortnite: quit having the building stuff thing in there. I freaking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate nope, it I'm so. The it's the way. one it's thing. The one, it's the one thing. Everything else is fine. There's lots of great reasons to play that game. A very fun, great fun shooty fun game no question get rid fun. of the building the building is terrible i hate it and some people are going to say scott people love that there's there's a reason it's in there no this is like last hit and mobas it got stuck there because it happened to be in there before they knew what hit they had on their hands from the freaking uh save the world mode that they never finished so fortnite was going to be this game where you just fended off zombies and part of it was building shit they kept it in for battle royale they left it in. It wasn't some strategic smart thing to do. It just was there. And then people started using it in ways that were like, well, now we can't take it out. It's a relic and it should have been removed just like those <laughs> damn, just like last hit and MOBAs. Like you don't need it. You don't have to have it. Freaking get rid of it. Ugh, I hate it. I hate the building. I don't like any game where you shoot somebody and instead of them reacting in a normal way, a friggin' tower forms in front of you. It's just... Right. Oh, there's a guy, and then just, and yeah. there's the thing up to the sky, and you're just like, what is going on? Yeah, this it, is, it sucks. It's awful. It sucks. Um, I am sad to say, I'm looking for, here it is, I found it. Heroes of the Storm is nestled between Sims 4 and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. 
<laughs> way down past things like Black Desert Online, Soul Calibur Six. Uh, more people are watching. More more people are watching uh, retro gaming uh, stuff. Smite ha- mm-hmm. is about fourteen spaces ahead of Heroes, not by a ton. There's just a lot in that range, but yeah, one point seven thousand. That's not great. That would be. That's bad. that's pretty much where it's been at since the uh, canned HGC. Yeah, it's not good. I don't love that. It's uh, it's not a heavily watched game. No, not that Twitch just should de- uh, should determine everything. I'm not a believer in that. I hate that actually. No, no, no. But it, but it it's the it doesn't mean anything for games where it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it means everything to the games where it does matter. Right. right? That's a good point. Which is like twelve games. Well but. then. Are you excited about? I'm not going to say the second thing, but are you excited about Deathwing coming to Heroes? It seems like a pretty uh, sure deal now that we think they that'll... did add rings to the game. Uh huh. What kind of rings? Uh, what, what are we calling those? Uh, mastery rings. Okay. Called. Okay. <laughs> and for and... the record, not my work. Uh, <laughs> where's the bus i have to throw someone under it nope i wrote this one in the show notes because bo right. described it as basically a ring for your to give you e-peen yeah it's e-peen it's basically ring to say look how great i am and i was like all right well they have True. a name for that they literally the have a name for exactly that thing. the higher mm-hmm. level you are the right. more ribbed your ring will be literally that's yep. not a not and, a stretch and by and ring for those who don't know what we're saying it's the like the thing below your hit, feet. Hitbox. Yeah, your hitbox yeah. ring. So the circle, hit circle, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's so when you hit <laughs> no one's ever said hit sphere, hit circle before, hit circle. but can't it be those things? Sure, it can. Um uh, hit a skeletal hit circle. There you um, go. Yeah. So the the problem is like you know when you hit level fifteen, you get a new gold status, right? A new yeah. taunt. Yeah. Twenty five and fifty, seventy five hundred. So each time you hit one of those, it's five thousand gold to upgrade your your ring. Oh, you pay gold for that. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a gold. And it's a gold sink. Basically. If you get your character to level hundred, you'll be spending twenty five thousand in gold for the maximum ribbage on your ring. <laughs> and it's cool anyway. This is a goal. I mean, some people have three hundred thousand gold, so I kind of don't blame them. And they, those people probably still won't buy this, honestly. Um, but yeah. It's in the game now. It's cool. Guys it's like not, Kyle okay. need a place to dump their gold, so this is it. Yeah. Um But the Deathwing thing, why do we know that? Why is that a thing? How do we know? So I played a few games last week, and at the start of the match, the lights went low, <laughs> which hasn't really ever happened in this way in the game. Still invisible, but the lights go low. There is a red hue. The screen shakes, and there's a rumbling. It reminds one distinctly of when one played World of Warcraft Cataclysm when you'd be in a random zone and the screen would darken and get black and shake. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, there'll be a Deathwing thing for sure at BlizzCon. Do you think? For for sure. Unless it gets pushed or whatever, it's been planned for this. There's an event in, in the game. Like, it's, I don't know if it's a map or a hero. There's a new Deathwing model. And so maybe that kind of it kind of looks like a Heroes of the Storm rendition of a, of a cool Deathwing and not a Deathwing that looks like he's from Aladdin, right? You know, so like 
yeah, he just kind of cut a cool set of armor on and stuff like that. He has that big top hat. John's making a face. I, I'm not being racist. That might just. What being... are we talking about? <laughs> what? Rathion. Oh, Rathion. Not, not, okay. Oh, sorry, not Deathwing. Oh, yeah, it's two different characters. Never mind. I'm the one on crack. Oh yeah, those um, are two different dudes. <laughs> the two different characters. Yeah, father and son. So yeah, yeah. right. Understandable. Oh, so confusion. he looks like a man, not a dragon. Maybe this model. Wait, this if, new model in World of Warcraft. In, um, oh, right. Oh, okay. You are talking about I'm thinking right. Rathian. He kind of okay. looks like Kira a little bit. He's got the, yeah. you know, he's got a, yeah. a, a jungle hunter vibe going to him. And, <laughs> no, uh, I'm, with, I'm with you now. I understand. Predator. We're talking about uh, Rathian. Right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm losing my point. So, so <laughs> we're talking about Rathian and the story about Deathwing. No, I got it. We're Anyways, good. it's just. <laughs> Deathwing's coming, okay? Just leave me alone. <laughs> I'll bet it's I'll bet it's an event and not a character. That's my bet. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Cause because either if, one. If you think about it, that's kind of what he was in WoW anyway. It was kind of an event, you know? A, yeah. An sure. expansion event. So But it could be it could be two other things. Like I said, it could be Rathion because maybe the event's Deathwing, but we get Rathion as the hero. Yeah. Um and it also could just be who was who was released? Remember the Diablo tease when everyone thought it was Deathwing? Oh, um, they, they, but it was Genji. It was gay. Genji. Genji. It wasn't Genji. So all, all this is. It... <laughs> Wait, was it Genji? Yeah, it was Genji. And oh, Diva. right, because it was. It looked like um, the claws on the symbol. It turned out they were Diablo claws. Right. Now yeah. Right. Right. So it'll, it'll be something weird like Symmetra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I would laugh at that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll see what happens there. Kind of excited about exciting it. Actually. Yeah. Exciting. It's cool. I like that stuff. Um, and then also, Bo, you just wanted to make mention of this. And I think it's a good thing to mention. You've been messing around with MS-DOS games, which there are over 7,000 of them available at the Internet Archive, archive.org. And you can play them in a browser, which is pretty cool. Do you have any favorites? Do you have any recommendations you want to... Uh, I mean, there. the game that I really played because it harkens back to playing with my little brother and sister is Mixed Up Mother Goose. Okay. That's and a DOS basically, game? Basically, it's a Sierra online game. So, you know, it's literally those pixelated backgrounds. You just walk around, you pick up all the nursery rhymes are missing a special item from their nursery rhyme. So you, you pick it up by walking over it and then you deliver it to the nursery rhyme. And there's 18 of them. Wow. And that's it. <laughs> Okay. It's all uh, MIDI or MIDI, uh, whichever you say, uh, music, and it's super old, but it's, it brings back lots of memories. So. Well, I'm looking. I that. I'm looking at. Oh, here we go. I'm actually running it on the screen for the chat room. The original. The no, the original Prince of Persia. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. no balls. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I can try. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna play a cool game. I I could try that other thing, but uh, let's see. I'm just trying to see if I can get it to go. Oh, yeah, look at this. There's my little dude. Stand up. I have 60 minutes. There was a timer on Prince of Persia? I don't remember that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, is... yeah, I think there was, actually, for was the there? whole. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right to me. I don't remember that. Okay, well, get off the wall there, buddy. All right, so I'm just, I'm just going to try this a little bit, see what we get. If I remember right, if you fell too far, uh, there was real shit to pay. So you want to. Oh! oh! Gosh, I fell too far. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the point is 7,000 like, DOS games. Yeah. Listen to some of these class, like games. You probably, if you're old enough, you'll remember it. Cross Country Canada, Jazz Jackrabbit, 
DuckTales, The Quest for Gold, Maniac Mansion. Yeah. Or Maniac Mansion. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but uh, by the way, um, well, all right. I'll continue with this list first. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? There's another. Yeah, I played one. a little of that earlier. Ski or Die. I remember that. Uh, remember a game called Car- Karateka? Yeah, oh, Car- Karateka. 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 I, I look at this game and I'm like, I remember that game. Uh, I didn't have it. It was like, a, you know, Friends Brother Paperboy 2. Like the list Terminator 2 Judgment Day, 3D Lemmings. There's all kinds of D&D, Neuromancer, Forgotten Realms, Lucky Luke. It's like, is there Doom and uh, Quake and stuff on there or no? Doom and Quake. I'm playing uh, Doom, Doom 2 Steiner right Doom. now, but I don't remember how to shoot. In what? Doom 2. Oh. What? It's not controlling the way I would expect. It's space bar is fire. Arrow buttons are movement. Space bar isn't doing anything. Oh. Maybe it's tied to your mouse. I don't know if you can map that stuff or not. Oh, it's so loud. No, I don't think I played with mouse back in the day. I think it was full keyboard warrior. I think. think. Has it got the music, John, and everything? Like, didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Oh, yeah. We're, We're playing it. Wow. Except I can't shoot, so I'm afraid to move forward. All right, I'm done. Okay. Played Doom too. Not, yeah. It's pretty it's very cool. loud. I was doing everything I could not to be yelling at you guys because I couldn't turn the volume off. Just, I'm playing Doom 2 right yep. now. Yep. And now Bo can find, even though now he doesn't have to worry about his friend having it, he can play uh, Carrot Erotica by himself. That'll be great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Carrot Erotica. Yeah, a Carrot game. Erotica. I saw a game on there that looked like it was Erotica, so I tried it, and it was just a bad game. What was it called? Uh, Do you have the name? Uh, Some things don't change. I think it's called Entity. <laughs> like, you'll Entity. look at it, and like if you find it on that list, you'll know it, because it's the one that looks vaguely like porn. Oh, all right. Sweet. And I was like, well, I'm curious if they put porn on this website, oh so let's God. find out. The Dawson. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember this game, but there's a game here called Suburban Commando. And oh yeah, Yeah, that game's great. It's based on the movie. I shouldn't say it's great. It's bad, but it's great because it existed. <laughs> the movie's terrible and the game is terrible, but it's kind of cool that they exist. But yeah, there's a Suburban Commando game to go with the Suburban Commando movie, which we did on Film Sack, and it's terrible. Terrible movie. Right. Okay. So it's a tie-in. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, there's tons of games on here. Uh, Six thousand nine hundred thirty-eight to be exact. Is and Stroker kind of on there? Stroke. You got Stroker in there by chance? Stroker. Yeah, that was a porn game. Uh, chat room oh, reminded me of it. I, Lord Shaper is mentioning that. it. Leisure, I I see Leisure Suit Larry too goes looking for love. Yep, that'll be a little porny, a little bit. I see. I see that. So if you want that, you, you can have it. What Stroker's about uh, MS DOS video game? I mean, it's on. It was on the C sixty four. Says Lord Shaper in the chat. I don't remember if it was on DOS. <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula on this mess. <laughs> the porn edition. Is it, is it, is it not Bram Stoker? Is is it Stroker? It's just it called Stroker. Stroker all oh, by good. itself. I was wondering if it had the King's Quest games. I'm going to play those. I love the King's Quest games. King's Quest games were awesome, and it would be great if there were new ones. I think there was supposed to. Oh, there was kind of a Kickstarter got- sort of new ones, and they're not great. They're not great. Uh, yeah, no, we, no, we get it. The guy's name is Stoker, Bram Stoker. The game is Stroker that we're looking for. <laughs> We know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there's a ton of those, so go watch those. There was one that was like a cowboy, and he shot stuff with his wiener. And I can't remember the name of this game, but it was like a cowboy. Uh, you know, this sounds sad, but that sounds familiar. 
<laughs> really familiar. Yeah, and at the end, you'd um, get home to your lady friend, and, and there'd be simulated pixel sex on the screen or something. I don't remember the name, though. All right, I'll... Chat room, someone find it and give us the title. Yeah, let us know. This is the important. This is <laughs> we need to peruse. Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting the sound um, shut off, so I need to stop opening these because they are so loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one loud. thing I wanted to, to bring up too, because we did our little riot coverage section, but we skipped one important game. Oh, what's that? We didn't talk about it all. Is that there's going to be a League of Legends esports team manager game? Oh, as well. You know, like football manager and yeah. So you manage your own esports team. They play in simulated matches of League of Legends, and I mean that's. I assume I never really played a manager game. You no, know, there's a an element to that that sounds kind of okay. Like sounds like a tycoon yeah. game a little bit. Yeah, pretty much, kind of. Mm. Yeah, I, I just thought you know when we say they really made every game except for these few genres, they really did. So. There I it is. Think Crit- a part oh. of it is that it's simulating a thing that's already a video game, right? Like, right. it's not like, and then they're going to simulate football. It's like, okay, well, that's, football's a, okay. Yeah. But League of Legends is the actual computer game. They can simulate that a little better. Right, they totally can. You're right about that. That's, that makes it kind of interesting above a sports simulator. But what I'm interested in is if it plays like a fun tycoon game where there's like drama about one of your players gets drunk, you know, in Singapore one night and can't make it the next morning to the games you get to pull somebody from the from the backup bench and uh, you know one of them has a bad post game interview and mm -hmm. so you have to send them to the chinese government yep you gotta fire him and then put him in a prison (laughs) chinese prison all that stuff like i would be very curious south park (laughs) i I want i want one where it's like a bad 80s movie manager where someone will always get hurt and then it's your job to decide what person in the stands watching is going to come out onto the field and play in their place. I can see that. Yeah. What are we going to do? And then just a person stands up in the crowd. Oh. I will you know play. What, you know what that makes me think of? I wonder if sci- is it cyber baseball? You guys remember a baseball game on the NES where you played as robots? Yes. Uh, that yeah. was called... Oh, what was that called? Okay, by the way, let's since we couldn't remember the other thing, we'll get this one out of the way. Crimson Neon figured out that the, the cowboy shooting with his wiener and having the duty at the end is Custer's Revenge. Custer. Yeah. Uh, Custer's oh, Revenge. Oh. All right. I'll bet that's probably in there. Now, what was the one you said? Uh, it's a baseball. Ness game. Ness baseball robots. That's going to be what I search. game robots. Okay. It looks like. Oh, here it is. Base Wars. Yeah, that's gonna be it. <laughs> uh, it's called Cyber Stadium Series Base Wars, futuristically themed sports game released for the NES on June first, ninety one. That's the one. Uh, set yeah. in the twenty fourth century, wherein baseball teams owners have grown tired of playing outrageous or paying outrageous salaries, they decide to replace their rosters with cyborg robots. Uh, this was the last NES game released by Ultra Games independently. Was it fun? That's the question. I mean, I had a lot of fun with this game, and I'm looking at it right now going, man, this doesn't hold up to my memory of it. Hmm. It says here, uh, Entertainment Weekly at the time gave it a B- and wrote that this, uh, despite the gimmick of mechanized players, the game played mostly like a human baseball game. So there's that. Yeah, except, <laughs> I mean, I'm watching combat from it. One robot at point blank is shooting a machine gun in the other robot's head. This is a two-frame animation. The other robot. <laughs> 
I mean, not that this we need to necessarily devolve into just, hey, remember this old game that I thought was really great, but this reminded me of a game from the NES days that nobody talks about, but I the thing I remember about this game is my mom was hooked on it, and she played it religiously called Robo Warrior on the NES. What that is, I don't know what that is. Was awesome and weird, and it's full of mechanics that I think nowadays everybody would hate. Hmm, let me look that up here. There it is. Oh, I remember this art by by, by J- Jalico. Yeah, Jalico or Jalico. <laughs> I, I think I always said Jalico, but I think you're actually right. It's didn't Bill Cosby used to do promotional material for? I remember it had like <laughs> yeah. some really cool music or sound or something. I could be wrong. He said, "I love my Jellico pudding." He'd say, "Now what you got to do is get the Jellico pudding." <laughs> so it says here, Robo Warrior. Uh, <laughs> wait, okay, this is eighty eight, eighty nine. Oh no, sorry, U.S. came out in eighty eight. Uh, action puzzler Hudson Soft made it. Oh, it's part of yeah, the Bomberman series. It looks like a Bomberman game. You know what? Bomberman is a hit with families that people love. Bomberman. I've, Bomberman's great. I've, it's not Mar- really different though. Yeah, it's not Mario and not these other things. Bomberman was the franchise that got more people who would to play a video game that would never play a video game than any other game in my experience. Uh, we had yes, we had many many a uh, thing happening in our house with that game. Like people went. They crazy they, they liked it so much that they agreed. My parents, they and other family members agreed to buy. You know, they had a four player adapter for the NES or yeah. Super NES. Yeah, they got it just because they wanted to play Super Bomberman. Well, Super Bomberman was still maybe the best version of that game. You might I could hear an argument for the the Saturn version was really good, like really good. Yeah. But I think the super, I think, I think it peaked at super. That was a really good one. Yeah, it's too yeah. bad because, like, I guess, are we hitting those kinds of peaks now with Nintendo Switch and stuff? Like, you know, really good four player experiences. I mean, there's some, it seems more co op y these days, less competitive, but like, uh, the, the, my kids love, love, love playing, um, Overcooked, uh, two, one and two. They love that. Yeah, that's one. Actually, I played the Overcooked. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good those game. are really fun. And then apparently there's some new, I can't say apparently without thinking of that little kid anymore. Apparently, I can't. I can't do it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know the one where oh, I forgot the name of it. Anyway, you build little train tracks and you're supposed to work together to do it. It's basically overcooked with, with some interesting stuff thrown in. That looks really neat. That may not actually be out yet, but trying four. Yeah, that's another four player thing. Like there's stuff. It's. Uh, I think. I mean, we're so deluded with games. I guarantee you. In fact, I already have on Steam downloaded right now. Two Bomberman ripoff games on Steam. That is like oh yeah, twenty people against twenty people, monster maps, huge freaking Bomberman games. It's crazy. Well, when I think of Bomberman, I always think of like the multiplayer combat against each other stuff. This was a this was a single player game, and like get it, I'm like, man, the mechanics in this game were were really abusive to the player mechanics where occasionally uh you had a limited light source and you would have to pick up a candle or you just couldn't see the map mm-hmm. you had limited bombs that you were working with so you had to constantly be getting using them smartly or you would just get trapped and couldn't proceed uh it's really a weird game but it's very cool i uh i linked it so you can listen to some of the cool music of it 
Yeah. It's, <laughs> At it's some good. point. It's a weird game. I want to play it again now. Yeah. This stuff's good. How do we get here? What, what, what are we doing? I don't know. We're talking about. Oh, we're talking about 7,000 like. MS DOS oh. games available on the Internet Archive. Right. Uh, it's a treasure trove of nostalgia f- for me. Oh, my God. This yeah. Is great. yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All right. Let's... It's a treasure trove of nostalgia and pornographic games. Like yes. sexy droids. Yeah, sexy oh, droids. Oh, you've started finding the porn games. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, well done. It'll always be with us, Good the job. porn. Yeah, the porn never leaves. Now this. What we've been playing this week, I have been sucked back into Elder Scrolls Online hard. And I think I know why. So here's my explanation. First of all, I was a little ticked at Blizzard. Didn't feel like playing WoW. I like me an MMO. My backup's always ESO. And I'm sucked back into it so hard, I'm actually paying the 15 buck a month thing because I think it's worth it when you're playing that game hard. And uh, it, I know what it is. It's I needed some story. I needed some RPG story. And I needed dark fantasy, not goblins with like little cars and shit. I wanted like, I want like, you know, dark wizardy, dark elf darkness, you know? And uh, ESO, Stark being the key. Yeah, <laughs> ESO has that stuff in, in spades. And because uh, it's sometimes easy to forget this, but every single quest, even the dumbest of fetch quests in that game are fully voiced on the front end and the back end of everything you do. So there's, and, and you have dialogue trees and all that stuff is in there. Um, and more and more and more, what has happened to ESO, at least in my own head, and others have said this and I'll agree with them. To me, it is an... It is the Elder Scrolls that just happens to have people in it. That's really the difference. For me. Like, I don't see any difference anymore. I don't see it as some watered-down MMO version of that space. They've taken this in so many cool places. There's so much freaking content. And the storylines are so cool and so satisfying to do. And they're big arcs. Like, oh, what did I do the other day? It was insane what I got to do the other day. Uh, multiple things. They just... These big long arcs with like crazy twists. It's very D and D, taking me to crazy places graphically and visually, and all of it again is like super heavy duty, high quality voiceover work on all of it. I really got sucked in this time, so I'm gonna be there for a while. I really like ESO a lot. I keep coming back to it. Do you think there'll ever be? Do you think there'll ever be another Elder Scrolls since they're pouring so much love into the online? Well, like we know there we know there will be because they announced six, but that's we're talking years and years away because they're gonna, yeah. they're going to put out what that um what's that space one called John that we Starfield something Starfield. like that Starfield so they're going to put out Star some sci-fi thing play, first Starfield which and that thing's nowhere near ready to show so I think this is it for a while and. Oh man, so many cool storylines. Like just it's just scratching all my fantasy itches in ways that and I'm not playing it like an MMO. I'm just playing this great RPG that just happens to have people in it. <laughs> and also cooking's fun because the spec food is super useful and I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff to do in that game. I like it a lot right now. I think Elder Scrolls Online well, is I guess that sort of serves the way you play it when you quest you want a solo and so if the game's satisfying to solo, then mm-hmm. that's even better, right? But- yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind running dungeons and other stuff with people if they wanted to. Um, and there's lots of public stuff I can do. But, you know, if I'm going to go with friends, I, there's definitely content there that I wouldn't mind seeing. But 
um, for me, the, the, the real draw is that just this world so lovingly laid out in every direction. And there's always somewhere to go and something to see and a place to go and a dude to talk to. And it's always interesting. And the races are, you know, crazy interesting. I used to hate the lizard people, but man, they've got cool stories. What are they called? Not Anglicans. What are they called? Argonians? Argonians, Argonians, that's it. Oh, Argonians. Yeah, they have a very interesting backstory, and their land is super crazy, and the and their traditions are nuts, and they're crazy about what eggs. What do you play as? I'm playing a dark what elf, a uh, dark elf dragon. Oh, shit, what's it called? It doesn't matter, because I'm kind of playing him. <laughs> dark elf dragon. He's dark a dra- dragon. dragon something. But I forget what it is because I don't really play him that way. I've I've actually specked a lot of stuff into his things like John would actually pick, which is weird. A lot of stealthy stuff. Is and he a dragon person? No, he's a... What is it called? Chat room? City in my... No. A Nord? Dragonborn. Dragon warrior. Dragon, dragon knight. Dragon... It's like that. It's like dragon knight. Captain. Might actually be dragon knight. It's not dragonborn. That's a different Skyrim thing. Is it, is it like a human race? This, you know, Because they have all kinds of weird names for different... No, this one's Dark Elf, and they're called Dark Elves. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yes, City in the Class. Oh, Dwemer. Is that it? I don't know. I forgot. In Skyrim, the Dark Elves are not present, but you go into their... Actually, maybe they are. They are. There's dragons. Who are the Dwemer? The, the books you find, the old Dwemer. I think rooms. that's another name for them. Like uh, it, I think it's like, you know, how Blood hmm. Elves can be called other things. And there it is. Dragon Knight. That's the class. Uh, but so I use, I use a bunch of passives. I use a bunch of class passives, but I mostly have spec'd into these like dual wielding specs, which are really fun. Uh, I'm really having fun. Plus you can switch uh, to other weapon types on the fly. So I also have a bunch of stuff spec'd into my bow. So for, da- for, uh, for range, I'm bowing it up and then when I get nice and personal, it's all, you know, outcome these two knives and we go to town. Uh, I really like it. It's just cool. It's just dark fantasy, and I like that. I prefer that. It's my kind of it's my kind of jam when it comes to games, and I I like it. ESO, good game. Uh, and then I did a thing. John's gonna laugh at me for. John, That's all right. I got one of those on my list. So okay. Oh, good. That makes me feel better. Have you heard of Doigamon? I think is how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that in the name you wrote. Doraemon. Doraemon? Uh-huh. It's some kind of anime that I've never seen. Okay. And it looks like a funny, goofy kid kind of anime. I don't know. But it's uh, it's called Story of Seasons. And it's the people that used to do Harvest Moon and uh, kind of uh-huh. invented that whole, like, I'm in this town and I'm making bank on growing potatoes and <laughs> that whole thing. It's that. Yeah. It's that, but it's with these Doramon people, cartoon these these anime characters I don't know at all. And it's like um, a cat with no ears. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there is a cat. You don't play him. He's just a friend of yours, I guess. Uh I got sucked in because a bunch of fans said you gotta try this. It's gonna scratch all your Animal Crossing slash uh what's the one it was a big hit on PC and now on Switch and phones and everything. What's it called? Something Valley, Stardew Valley, um, Stardew Valley, yeah, yeah, Stardew Valley, that kind of thing, but like with a bunch of like quality of life improvements and like improved inventory management and stuff like that. And people keep saying, "Oh, you got to do, you got to try it." So I freaking did, and it, I went and got the demo first, thinking, "Well, let's see, I'll test your theory whether I'll like this or not." 
it's really good and I'm totally into it. And this is all I want to do in bed is play this. I love the look of this. This looks great. Yeah. Has an awesome. Like, I don't like how the kid looks. He kind of <laughs> looks like a goofus. <laughs> and the, the cat looks wrong because he doesn't have ears. But other than that, like the look of this game is amazing. Yeah. It's like watercolor almost the world. Yeah. And, um, you know, mechanically it plays a lot. Like, Well, you guys know I like Animal Crossing, things like that. I'm a huge fan of that stuff. And it's definitely got that loop, right? Go to bed at the end of the night, wake up the next day, go out and harvest your freaking crops, take down a couple of trees, go into town, see what's going on in there, meet some dude. He's got a fishing job for you. Uh, there's some magic involved later where you get a door that lets you teleport anywhere you want to go and like a bunch of weird stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's basically one of these. It's one of those. It's Harvest Moon. It's Stardew Valley. It's Animal Crossing. It's that kind of game. And I do, don't like it. Because here's the yeah. Does it do relationships? No. So those are the things I hate in those games. And by <laughs> relationships, I love in those games. What the, well, let me put it this way. I don't like it when that's the f- focus. Okay. Uh, Stardew Valley is way too dependent on that. I hate that. I don't like having to go wine and dine everybody all the time. Um, I kind of like the way they do it in Animal Crossing. They're not really the same games, but that has, you know, cursory relationship stuff and this is a little more like that it's less about really want to see if i can get into that lady's house and get her to marry me kind of thing it's more like (laughs) Uh i just need better prices for this bait so i can fish cheaper you know things like that it's a little less little less involved and that's more my jam um there may be meatier stuff there that i don't know about that you would love like that but i they're not making i don't feel like being made to do it the way i was in stardew valley so there's that. Yeah, it's just with this being tied to a license thing, I'd imagine there wouldn't be much of a focus on that. Right, uh, and I don't even know how that but, stuff works over there. And I'm, I usually am not like if somebody said, "Hey, did you hear about that new uh, game that's a lot like uh, Harvest Moon, but it's got it's got uh, Sp- SpongeBob in it?" I'd go, "No thanks. That sounds like shit. I don't want to play that." <laughs> but because I don't know what this is, and apparently the apparently the game inside of it is really deep and good. I don't care about the tie-in. Um, I actually kind of like the art. It's it's all right. I, I agree that one dude's a little jacked. It's his eye. It's his uh, eyes, but it's really his glasses, I guess. He's got these giant yeah. glasses, little dots for eyes. But anyway, well, he's got some pretty nerdy hair too. Nobody plastered to his head. Nobody's quite nailed this genre hundred percent for me. This one may do it if I keep. You know, I'll keep going. I'll let you know what I think. But. You know, this is a relatively full price game, and I just plunked it after the demo. I liked it so much. So I don't know what's wrong with me. We'll see how that lasts. There's something, maybe something's wrong with me. All right. John's playing a game that I totally want to check out. I was talking to Bo about it earlier. I had no idea you'd played it. How is Disco Elysium? Well, I bought it on your recommendation, mm-hmm. so I haven't played it much. Okay, uh, I've ba- but although some would say that I had my turn at it, if it if all games were a hardcore mode and you played until you got game over, I'm done with it because <laughs> uh, I didn't last long in this world, as it turns out. Mm. You died. Um, I died. In the I- New Island. I've played it for maybe five minutes and I permanently died back to the home screen died. Wow. 
Why? Did you pick hardcore mode or no save game mode? or? Nope. I just, I don't know. Maybe if I go back in a second time, it'll explain something. But the game started and I was talking, uh, I, I was talking to my lizard brain and my limbic system. Uh-huh. I was having a full dialogue conversation with those two parts of my body. And then I woke up. And then I started getting dressed. I put on my pants and I put on my shirt and I got my tie. And then uh, I futzed with the light bulb. Mm -hmm. And then they presented me with a choice on if I wanted to turn off the light or if I wanted to further futz with the light bulb. And I decided to just leave the light bulb on. And then I had a heart attack and died. <laughs> Right. I was here. I was thinking you're gonna say it. you you kept futzing with it and you shocked yourself and died. But no, apparently my character just didn't like the light being on and died. Wow, I don't even know what to think about that. So so apparently Did the you big skip through a lot of dialogue. Oh, there was a lot of dialogue. That was a thick, oh, meaty yeah. five minutes in that game because I there was a lot of dialogue with my systems. I looked in the mirror and that was a whole event. Like the game's so weird about like what it wants to get into. It's all you look into the mirror. And like it just shows my dude, and he's just like, ah. he's just got this weird look on his face. <laughs> and then it's like, what do you think of the face you see? And you can pick things like it's the face of a superstar, or like I hate what I see, or I want to shatter this mirror. I refuse to look. And I just kept saying things like, that's the face of a superstar. And it's like, are you sure? Can you move your face, or mm. is that the face you always make? And I'm like, face of a superstar doesn't change. And I'm just like picking all these stupid options talking myself up i don't know what purpose it served except apparently as soon as the light was on i died well this thing I has this thing has dice rolls and actual decisions that make actual differences my guess is you made a decision that gave you a heart attack or ended your life prematurely or something because that's the whole everyone's raving about this thing and they're saying part of what's great is the systems are just incredibly deep and the and this is the first game i talked to a friend he says the first game where he felt like his decisions actually mattered. Every game claims that. It's like, ah, make decisions that will affect you later. But none of them really do. And they say this one is like, 100%, every damn thing you do will lead to potential good, bad, ugly, you know, something. Well, so you don't, there's no clue about the heart attack. It wasn't like, here, there's a, a pile of Tylenol. And you took <laughs> no. the whole container of Tylenol. Except I mean, was I was slightly I warned yeah. that it was happening because uh, so I turned on the light and it was like something about it being really harsh and like my chest was pounding and all of that. And it was like, you should maybe turn oh, it off. And clue. I was like, I was you, like, you... no, I'm going to leave it on like the light's going to be on. And then it was like, it gets more intense. And I don't remember if I was prompted a second time or if it was just like that was it lights out. But. Yeah, I, died. Um, I didn't realize I having lights point. on gave you a heart attack, though. That's... Well, you know, I was in a rough spot. Mm. Apparently, I was like already kind of an undead looking dude. So I mean, I, don't I take it now that we've talked. I've asked you more questions and we've talked longer about it than you actually spent playing the game. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But it seems cool. It seems really, really neat. Yeah. I made a custom class. I was I was really into it. I was like, okay, I, how am I going to pick this? And there's little things like so you don't even expect there to be a dice roll. But all of a sudden, like I put on my pants and there was a dice roll. And it was like you're perceptive enough to notice that the keys in your pants jingled when you pulled them up. 
So I had the keys to the front door without having to do search or think about it or whatever, because oh. I heard the jingle pulling up my pants. It's yeah. one of those DMs that make you roll for everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it kind of is. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Just kidding. You, you don't put your that. pants on. Make a roll. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> You, I'm you, open to feedback. No, no, you do good. You <laughs> do I make good. it roll too much? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I think I'm joking. All. I'm joking. It's all good. Uh, all right. Well, more on that later. I, I it intrigues me. There's some weird cyberpunky elements to it. There's odd yeah. psychological weirdness to it. It seems like a very odd but cool thing, and it's just getting raves. Everybody's just like, "Oh, this game gonna be on my short list for game of the year." Blah blah blah. That kind of talk. So I. I'm I'm really curious how your time with it goes so that I can pull this trigger or not. Yeah, I'm going to play more of it and I'll let you know. I'll probably right. talk a lot more about this next week when I have a better idea of what that game actually is. But okay. it, it might it be on Xbox cool. Game Pass soon. Is not a, not yet. Is there a list of like stuff coming to Game Pass and I just oh, I'm just don't know about googling it. it and What's it called? Disco Disco, Disco Elysium. Elysium. Not to be confused uh, confused with that Elysium battle royale chinese game that's on steam uh you know what i don't i don't think it's coming to xbox because um like the pages that come up it's like oh it has hits but then it's all the ads and all the all oh. over the place yeah, gotcha. so, yeah. Um, that's gross yeah it's no game pass sorry I'm looking but you said at... it's not expensive it's 40 bucks right uh yeah. yeah it's not too bad 39 right no yep uh also you said you played a shitty uh mobile game what happened there Right. It wasn't awful, though. It was okay. I kind of got hooked on it. So uh, my mom, notorious for wanting to just play obscure, weird, uh, probably trying to steal money from you iPad games. She does it all the time. And she does it while we're watching movies and stuff. And it's not uncommon for me to be sitting on the couch next to her. And mostly I just ignore him because I look over and she's playing like some slot machine looking thing with Game of Thrones characters or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, you do you, mom. It's fine. But uh, the other day uh, I was over there and she showed me one where it's a bunch of like big columns of letters and you're supposed to find words within it. Uh, This game is called Word Stacks. At least that's what she told me when I said, hey, what was that game I played? So I think it's called Word Stacks. I think my wife plays this. I think this is a wife game. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) This is there's apparently words in the stacks. It makes up all the words. And like it's a set thing. Like if you find a word that isn't one of the particular words, it'll give you credit, but it won't remove the word. And if you find the right word, it pulls it out, which shifts all the letters. And it's kind of a puzzle game, uh, kind of test your vocabulary at the same time. It's definitely a like, hey, if you want a hint, we could maybe use some microtransactions, that sort of business. Sure. Uh, but I kind of got hooked on it and I was like, oh, I'm playing a mobile game and kind of enjoying it. Weird. Um, what? So I'm not going to download it. I asked her what it was called so I could talk about it on the show. And she's all, if you get it, I would recommend throwing down a couple bucks for the ad free version. That's just like, mom, I'm not going to buy this. Game. I love that your mom I'm- is like that. She's pretty versed in this stuff. She knows what's going on with the mobile scene. I like it. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is she doing Apple Arcade? She should. She'd love it. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to like, I feel like one day she's going to die and all of a sudden I'm going to have a huge bill because I'm going to find <laughs> out she was like a whale for like a million cell companies. 
and my parents are like thousands of dollars in debt because she just kept paying microtransactions for apps. Oh, I hope not. I hope not too. I'm gonna hope this for for a long time. Yeah, that's no good. Hopefully, that's I don't good. think she's actually doing that. She's smart. She's savvy. I don't think that's gonna be the case. But every time I look over and she's like playing some Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory thing, I'm like, they're just trying to get her money. That's all they're <laughs> trying to do right now. She's not having fun. Well, for someone who. No, you know, you you're very cautious of the whole world of free to play and, you know, mobile games and all of that. It's just kind of funny that your mom's like super into it. That's a very funny twist in yeah. the story. Didn't expect well, did you it. See I keep trying to... the, 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 the the people who made the Transformers mobile game were bragging that they had one customer who gave them $150,000. Oh, right. Yeah. Probably my mom. <laughs> She's playing Transformers, is she? On mobile? No. I've tried to get her into into other games, but they haven't stuck. I tried to get her into Hearthstone for a period of time, but she just didn't seem interested in learning. Hmm. So, yeah, my wife plays only word games. She loves that kind of stuff, word puzzle games. So when you said this word stacks, it sounds familiar. I feel like she's played it. Could be wrong. Yeah. So, last one I remember playing was Words with Friends. That really hit. Yeah, that was big for a while. Remember that? Yeah, I liked that. That game was that game was good. But then I just started assuming everybody was cheating. Yeah, because there were apps you could download that were cheating. That were basically like they would it would you just put in all the letters that you had and it would generate all your options for you. What was this from that I remember doing this? Somewhere I was playing somebody. (laughs) Oh, I know what it was. I was playing somebody in an office, uh, head to head. They were just down the hall from me before I jumped out on my own. They were in this other room and we were playing that game mm-hmm. and he was whipping me and I was sure I was pretty good at it. And I knew for sure he was doing, he was up to something. So one of these times I sent my move, shoved my phone in my pocket. It was like a three GS or whatever they were at the time. And I ran in the other room and swung open the door and he's got up on his desktop, this grid and all the letters. And he's like, got some <laughs> solver. Cause you basically could just put this, Put your you duplicate your screen on the computer as it was on your phone with all the letters in the places that they were, and then when my change would come in, he'd add my thing, and then the thing would go. Okay, well your best bet is to do this giant word down here, because his words were like you know, discombobia flooper plaper tooper topper, some crazy name that's like no way has ever heard it in his Mons life. Pubis. Mons pubis. So I go kick the door in, and I'll go, dude, you freaking cheater. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, control out, deleted his computer. He's a freaking bastard. Boss key. He needs to learn to have a boss key. Yeah. That guy owes me 80 grand, too. That's the other sad thing. I don't want to <laughs> wow. That's a lot of money to just have someone owe you. He owes me $80,000 for a contract of 18-month contract that he never paid up on. And I was so oh, shit. so pissed. Good Lord. And I would have tried to sue him, but they have they have no money, so suing him was useless. Anyway, that came years later. I got stiff for a couple of grand on a work gig, but not eighty grand. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was like a year plus worth of money, and he and he was he was like like I should have known when he was cheating at words with friends or whatever. That's what they say: cheats at words with friends, cheats on deals. Bastard. That's just the. Cheats on friends. Cheats on friends, yeah. 
Uh, all right. What else here? Oh, you've been, well, you've been like, uh, looking for clothes in World of Warcraft. Is that what you've been up to? Yeah, yeah that's pretty much. I've just been going through all the old dungeons, getting outfits. Uh, mm. That's all I'm doing. And I just, every time I end hours of playing, I just stop and I go, what am I doing? <laughs> You could be you could be over there with me hearing some really good stories right now, you know, for yeah. a while, for a while until until we get a good story back from you know World of Warcraft. But right now, ESO is telling me some great little tales, and I can go and get some Instead, clothes. Instead, I'm treating old dungeons like trips to the Gap. Yeah. Oh, wait, so what do you got, big giant monster? Let me just dig through you and see what I found in here. Oh, a hat. Yep. Thanks for the hat. Already had this one. All right. Well, see you. See you next time. Lightning King or whatever your name is. I'll be back. I fought him yesterday. Who? The also, li- those friggin' snails in that dungeon still, still a threat. Did you die? Yeah. <laughs> what did they do? I don't remember. They would follow you down. They that- touched me and I died. That's it. I ran around the corner. There was a snail right there, and I went, oh, and it touched me, and that was the end of my character, my level one hundred and twenty character, wow. dead instantly because of a snail around. Whereas corner. everything yeah, else some, is one some, shot. What, Bo? Well, there's some soloable content from old content that isn't soloable because of the mechanics, right? I learned that in the Siege of Ogremar raid, but only too late after I spent an hour going through most of it and being like, I can't get any further. It's like right at the front door or something. You gotta, I don't even, I never did the raid. I wasn't playing, I didn't play through that expansion, I don't think. So I was going through just to check it out and I got stuck and then I quit. Yeah, I, I, uh, my memory is that one needs more people. I don't know yeah. if you can solo that one, actually. You can solo it, but it's weird. The one that's that's hard is the Galacrass fight because you have to be down on the ground fighting stuff. Then you have to run up in the tower by yourself. Oh, then right. you have to shoot the dragon by yourself. Then run back down to the ground and defend the beach. Like, you can do it by yourself, but it, it makes you earn it. Yeah. That one's the probably the weirdest one of the bunch. Yeah. Boy, that was feels like yesterday, but I guess that's been a while now. Was that 2014 we were finishing that out? Yeah, no. Yeah, something like that. I think that was where I started raiding with you guys. Oh, interesting. See, I always thought I came into the group and you were already there. I didn't realize. I I think we alternated every now and then because it was always the same team, but sometimes you were there, sometimes I wasn't, and vice versa. Uh, Dragger AZ says not as hard, not hard with a hunter. Okay, maybe I'll maybe I could do it. I don't even know why I care. I don't want to do it right now. I'm being I'm being read a I'm being I'm being read a book by the lovely people of of uh, Tamriel. They're just reading me nice yeah. stories, and that's what I'm going to do for a while. Uh, all right, Bo, uh, yeah. what have you been up to? Anything cool other than DOS games on um, archive? No, I I haven't really played any video games the past few weeks. Got a couple of Heroes games. I played some DOS games today. That's when I discovered this thing. Um, Is this the first oh, time in a long time where it's been that uh, quiet of a game week for you? First time. As long as I can remember, uh, mm-hmm. not playing a game in a single week, and also being on you know vacation from the day job, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of prime time to play video games, uh, mm-hmm. didn't play it. But a lot of that had to do with <clears throat> recent events and yeah, gaming uh, culture kind of just put me in a funk. I think yeah, it um, made me pretty sour too. I'm I'm with you. I felt that too, and I kind of just I don't know. I had a couple of days there where I was like. Eh. Without even getting into the particulars of it, it's been 
it's been just kind of a turnoff, to be honest with you. So I've just been doing other things. <laughs> I think that's okay once in a while. I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I also think it's good for us to um, evaluate our relationship with gaming once in a while and sort of think about what we want to support, what we don't. Uh, you know, it was also my birthday last week. And it was your birthday. We talked about here. Yes. So I had oh, happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday Bo. Yeah. Happiest of birthdays. We did, but you just said we didn't talk about it here, so I figured, no. Oh, we we aired the show on my birthday. What am I doing? Yeah, Yeah, we we, we had your birthday last week. By the way, guys, it was my birthday last (laughs) week on the day we did the last show. Congratulations. It was your birthday, and you are still the birthday boy. But my point, and bring it up, not was to get the lovely sound, but Uh thank you. Um, Was just to say that, like, I've turned into an instant curmudgeon. I, it might just be a result of turning 40 and it'll smooth over after a few weeks, you know, to get back to myself. Right. I don't know, like, on what level of not consciousness, like subconsciousness, I'm just kind of going through my things. So, yeah. It'll be a bit of that, too. Well, if it makes you but feel yeah. better, I think I got a sty the other day and my eye is killing me. Oh, it does make me feel better. <laughs> I don't know how well, I got it. Well, if it makes it. you feel better, oh, I have just, cancer. It, <laughs> if it didn't itch so bad, oh my gosh, I feel like I want to claw my eye out, but I know it'll make it worse if I touch it. I don't want to touch oh it. yeah, well, if it but makes you so. all feel better, I'm a ghost. What? I'm watching uh, The Conjuring, if that makes you feel any better as a ghost. Because that's <laughs> about ghosts. Makes me uncomfortable, honestly. Uh, I didn't know what to, let me just say a thing about that. It was like a huge hit, right? The Conjuring it was a big deal, um, and I didn't see it. So this is just me finally seeing it. I'm watching a lot of Halloween movies this this month because you know Halloween. I like doing that, mm-hmm. and um, had seen some good ones. Saw this, and uh, I think I have a problem with haunted house movies, and it goes like this: It's not that they can't be scary; they certainly can, and there are definitely moments in a lot of good ones where they scare me, and it's great. But I spend so much time fighting and farting around in my head about the rules of haunted houses that I think I, I I get way too in my head cannon and I can't actually enjoy it. Because at least with like zombies or vampires, depending even on the kind of zombie or vampire you're going to do a movie about, you have your rules, right? Maybe yours can be outside, but they're sparkly. Or maybe yours can't be outside in the sun, but they don't have to ask to come in, but maybe in yours, they do have to ask to come in. But the point is that you establish those in your film and then the rules are adhered to by the vampires, the zombies, the whatever supernatural things. I don't think anyone's gotten together in a room and said, all right, we need to just settle on what are the rules of a haunted house because it's all over the damn place. Do they, can they physically interact with the world or can't they, can you see them or can you not see them? Is that laughter coming from a ghost? Okay, that means you can hear him. Well, why is that one over there screaming with his mouth open, but you can't hear a damn thing? And why can only she see him, but the other guy can't see him? Like, I don't like how mishmashy and all over the place horror movies are. I'm sorry, Haunted House specifically. I don't like it. The only Haunted House thing I've liked recently was that thing last year on Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House. That was rad. I love that whole show. That was really good. But that was mostly because it was great family drama with really incredible relationship stuff that just happened to be connected to this so, haunted house thing. So, so, so I have cross-examination. Go, please. I'm going to allow it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to know, is it that you, do you not find them scary uh, when they don't obey the rules or they, or like you get frustrated and you're so busy being frustrated. You're not 
watching the movie anymore? Is that well, part of it is they'll do a thing, and I'll go, "Oh, okay, your rule is invisible forces can physically grab you and move you around." Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But then another scene will come up where that gets contradicted in some way, and I go, "Well, then, why? What, the, what was the thing?" Before? Then, then I then I start spinning wheels, and I can't enjoy the film after that. Because it just seems okay. like they just don't settle on what the freaking rules are. Like just right. so I was just wondering if it was on a per movie basis or if it was, you know, zombies are pretty consistent. You got your fast ones and your slow ones, right? But they're pretty consistent, right? The Zombie right. Association gets together, figures out the standards and practices for the industry, <laughs> does the zombies. And you're saying you're saying is a haunted house association. Yeah. The haunted homeowners organizations in shambles. Yeah, yeah. The H the H H M O. I'm looking for H H M O to tell me the haunted house uh, owners association to come tell me what the hell these rules are so that I can stop thinking about it. Because then I just start. It's like time travel movies. I have the same problem there. It's like set up your rules so that I'm convinced you got this figured out and now play within your rules. Even if the rules aren't perfect, it's okay. At least I know the the limits of this space so that now I get it. Like what can the house do? What can't it do? And don't change so what it can do I... midstream. It's dumb. I know it's a dumb thing and I shouldn't get wrapped up in it, but it annoys no, me. It was not dumb, but my mind is now at, I'm, I'm so glad that my rules are so difficult to understand when it comes to our D and D game that it won't make you mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, your rule, your rules are great because you know, you have to, not I think only... I'm still following them, but the moment I'm like, <laughs> These time travel rules suck. Bo, you're off the DMG. <laughs> Bo circumvented the rules for time travel by basically saying, like, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, like yeah. sometimes that's all you got to do is really just is. go, hey, man, it's crazy. Right. And then you go, well, yeah, you know, he said the rule was it's crazy. And yeah. it turns out. And it is. Yeah, it's and it's okay. On. Exactly. And we have fun with that. So I don't have a problem with that. I just need these movies to but, freaking So Vampire is consistent mostly yeah. i mean at least per movie they are i'm not saying as a as a complete you genre expect it is. some nuance right, right but right. you don't expect you know it's not a what do, what do people say it's not a it's not a jungle in here what is it what do they say they say it's it's a, it's not a jungle in here uh it's a civilization people oh or, you know, uh, george costanza that's when yeah society it's yeah. when we live george... in a society like you know <laughs> that's how i picture yelling at the the haunted house movie like just like what is this movie i feel like it because there are moments of brilliance you're like oh that was a really cool idea but then my brain goes yeah but that kind of breaks the rule earlier that they said they couldn't do and i just get frustrated it feels like it's too fluid <laughs> are there other, other lane. tropes or genres that, that do this besides time travel i mean time travel haunted, haunted houses and that's probably it like one like, of the things i love about the pretty consistent which one what'd you say Predators. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah predator totally, movies. totally. Predator movies and movies yeah, but like they keep predator adding movies. to it in a dumb way. Like that's the only thing I don't like about predators. They made like the coolest creature ever, and now they feel like they have to constantly try to one up it. And it's like, guys, no, you had it right. Stop it. Yeah. They're like, well, this predator is a bigger predator. Well, and this is part okay. of the problem is like sometimes your rules are too narrow, and you made it a brilliant thing within those rules. But then I don't think you should try to make six more. I think you're probably good with one or two. Um, so that's an example of that. But one of the things I love about the purity of Mad Max Fury Road is that it's, it's so established what it is without telling me. And then it lives within that space. So it says bullet towns that way, gas towns this way. Uh, we're riding in these cars. There's dudes on sticks. Watch out for them. Like you just know what the shit's going on. 
The smart son's the little shriveled up uh, uh, one that came out wrong. The, the dumb son's super buff, but too stupid to know it. The dad is just trying to find an heir, and he's and he's milking all these ladies for all they got, literally, because that truck's full of milk. Like, it's it's all weird mm-hmm. stuff, but it fits the rules of the world, and I love that. I want to tell you something funny is that you know I had I'm having call problems today, so I sporadically cut out. Yeah. So I asked you the question. You were talking about genres, you know. Yeah. And then I cut out for a solid minute and I come back and it's like Mad Max Fury Road. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh no! Let me, <laughs> let me tell you, as somebody who heard the the A to B to C, it was still pretty yeah. much just as abrupt without the cutout. He but, was like, "Let me tell you about the rules of haunted houses. Haunted houses are dumb, like Fury Road. Let's talk about that." Like it's just. I know it doesn't. I want to say though, he's right about Fury Road. Like, yeah, I am yeah. right. I am right. I always say that. No one believes me, but it's true, and it's there's a purity to it, and but, I like that. I like that. My fiction. Wasteland a... punks are a trope, though, and they're not all the same, right? No, no. I mean, Borderlands and Enrage and then, yeah, but you could you argue know. that George Miller gave everyone that stuff, so they they're just doing stuff with his ideas, his blueprint. Yeah, but that's what I mean. The the Wasteland Association is enforcing the rules, right? The haunted house people, right? They need to start paying their member dues so they can hire um, <laughs> the person who leads the association. The Chairman? Chairman. Yeah, but I look at it as a haunted house is like an Avengers movie. Like, that's where all the evil congregates. Okay. Like, Dracula's got his own story, and vamp. Well, vampires are also Dracula's. Uh, mummies have their own story. Zombies have their own story. Like, all these things kind of have their own isolated things. But in a haunted house, that's where it all comes together. That's where they unite. So anything goes because everybody's together. In right. That spot, right. Potentially. Yeah. No, you've nailed it. I think you got it. All right. Yeah. Um, moving on. What should we do now? Oh, I know. Hold on. I know. Wait. I keep saying I'm going to play this. That's a good question. Time for emails. That's right. Two emails this week that came to us at core uh, or sorry, frogpants.com slash core. Just use the, the contact link up there and send us your emails. We got these two from listeners. This one from Andrew Gardner who says, Hey, Scott, for me, I think a solution for game review problems could be solved by up to 10 hours of a free trial of games. Uh, depends on how long your game is. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's... I could finish some games <laughs> 10 times in that, in that amount of time. Right. You could do two Call of Duty campaigns in 10 hours. Uh, so I don't know if this works. Maybe percentage is the way to do it. But anyway... Then they, uh, they could even make them cloud-based to stop download times uh, and a bit of discount in the game uh, on loot or whatever if you do the trial before you purchase the game. Just a thought. Thanks for all the work you do. I listen to most of your podcasts keeping me company during night shifts. Well, Andrew, it's an interesting idea. I mean, your thinking is that it's not so much the review problem from the reviewer's point of view. They're getting free codes of the full game. What he's saying is he would like to get the first 10 hours of Skyrim, let's say so that he can see for himself how that is. Here's my take on that. Way too many people would, at 10 hours, drop off. Not because they're bored, but because 10 hours into a game feels like you have played a lot, and if you are now suddenly told, well, now to keep going, you got to pay 59, I think you're too deep in. I think you're going to feel like you got enough, and you don't need to pay more. I think that's too much. I do... I do really like the idea of using the cloud-based as a way to try games, though. 
Yeah. I think that's a super cool idea. I think 10 hours is way too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe letting somebody play a game for 30 minutes or an hour and just say, yeah, get in there and try it. And you don't have to go to a store. You don't have to buy it, anything like that. Just boot it up, play it. Bring... I think that's a neat idea. Mm-hmm. We could bring back shareware. I think the only reason shareware doesn't exist anymore, there's probably a lot of reasons, but the install sizes are huge, just even for like a first level. Like play the first level of Uncharted, it's still like thirty gigs or yeah. something, probably yeah. ridiculous, yeah, right? It's so, big, sure. Uh, the streaming, the cloud-based stuff, could make shareware a thing. Like play the first level of this game and see if you like it. I think I would hope that would come back. Yeah, I'll bet it does. Actually, I think it will because yeah. why not? A tech will will immediately allow for it, and in a way that's super easy and accessible. So. Uh, yeah, I think there's some wisdom to that. Ten hours, no way that's ever going to happen, though. Not, not a no, chance. too long. I don't care how long the game is. Ten hours is just... Ten hours is almost too long for most single-player games for me anyway. Like If I'm going past ten hours, it needs to be a big old RPG or something. But if it's like a story-based game and you can't tell your story in ten hours, what are we doing? Although... Well, Scott, get ready for Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, Coming to right. the PC soon, right. where ten hours covers... Getting off your horse. Oh, forgot about that. That's coming soon. I'm very excited. Very excited about that. Uh, second email is, is from Jordan M., who has a cyberpunk comment. He says, hey, Joe, bot, and scon. I don't know what that is. It's a uh, fun play on all our names. I guess so. Scone, maybe, right? Scone? Scone. Well, it'd be scon, because John, because it's, it's Scott with my... with. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, oh, Scott and John, Bot is Scott and Scott and Bo, and Joe is John and Bo. Yeah. Yeah, he just mixed all our names together. That's what it was. Anyway. And misspelled most of them. Yeah, pretty much all of it. He says this, I need some advice. Cyberpunk already looks pretty hype, but I'm worried about getting it. Some backstory. When Red Dead 1 came out, I played it a little bit, and then uh, it wasn't my style, so I dropped it. Man, I played that right to the finish. I love that game so much. Uh, fast forward to Red Dead 2. Super hyped. I bought it day one and played like 10 hours before I got bored of it. Oh, there's your guy. There's your 10, ten hour hours. guy. He I, got off the horse and was done. I didn't mean to put these two That's hilarious. In. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that. I didn't mean to do that. First emailer guy, you got to see that we weren't just picking on you or anything. This is. This is professional opinion. Yeah, this is legit. Yeah, this is actually two unrelated emails that are all talking about 10 hours. Yep. Oh, that's cool. It's crazy. That's anyway, it says, really I recently weird. purchased The Witcher 3 after hearing so much hype and played about 10 hours before dropping it. I thought the gameplay was fun, but not being attached to any characters, uh, I was not invested in what was going on. Not sure if I would regret the purchase. Any advice would help. Thanks. I think that he may be in for some trouble. I think that he's one of these people. You, 10 hours is enough for you, and any more than that feels like too much. So if you buy, if you get super hyped yeah. and you buy Cyberpunk 77 or whatever, not 77, fire, Cyber, what is it? Cyberpunk 70, what? Cyberpunk 2077. 2077. If you buy that and you get 10 hours in, you might, you might bounce. I'm just saying. Yeah, I wish he included a list of games he did like. You All know, right. like th- that's something I feel like is important here because. You know, I can see a pattern, you know, you're not into these immersive kind of open world, long form role play element type games. And so I would also say, yeah, be concerned about Cyberpunk 2077. It doesn't sound like sounds like you might have problems with it, Um, but I would be curious what examples of games 
well, you I, did I, like to see how those compare to it. Uh, what he's saying. Okay. Maybe I missed part of the email. He He's saying that I thought maybe he was asking about the Witcher if it was good, but he dropped off after 10 hours. Well, no, no he's asking Mama about cyberpunk. He's saying he played a little Witcher three after hearing so much hype. Yeah. And he played for 10 hours and dropped it. Yeah, he said, right. basically he saying... It was fun, but not attached yeah. to the like, I would say that would make sense for Witcher 3. Like, I mean, I really think Witcher 3 is a great game, but I play it in 10-hour spurts. <laughs> like, after 10 hours, it's just more like... There's mostly talking and exploration in that game. The battle combat system is not... I don't think it's very great in Witcher 3. It's still a great game. But you know, sometimes it's but I'm so OP for everything. Like it's putting me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still enjoy the game, so I tend to play that in spurts. I still have it installed on my system. I'm maybe 80 hours in. I haven't finished the main campaign yet. There's so much to do. It doesn't feel like it's a lot, but it burns through time quite oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to a time when I'm going to load that up and get another 10 hours in. So. I would look at it that way, and don't don't think maybe there's something wrong with me or the game. I think I think it's. It's just hard to just sit there and play for like 78 hours straight. Right. These are also huge open world games. I would spend time mainlining the games instead of getting distracted by side quests. Those can feel like you're just you're just giving yourself so much work that you'll never get done. And it can have kind of an effect on you after a while. So try mainlining. And sometimes you just you just have to crave it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I heard so many great things about Fallout 3 and I tried it and hated it and i tried it and hated it and tried it and hated it and then a year went by uh, it, it had been out for a year they put out everything all in one pack or something like that or new dlc was only just coming out but it had been a year since that game came out mm-hmm. and i just got in the mood to be playing that sort of game and i dove in and it went from a game that i couldn't stand to a game that i loved and to this day, I still love Fallout 3. It's one of my favorite game experiences ever. And it's just because rather than playing it because it's when the game came out and that's when I'm supposed to be into it, I played it when I actually wanted to be playing it. Mm-hmm. And that can that can make a huge difference, as silly as it is to say. Yeah, I feel that way too. I think that's a... I feel that way. It depends on the game, but sometimes I just I come back late. Like this Batman game, I'm st- I am still playing that. I haven't touched it in a couple of days, but yeah, I you know, I kind of didn't give it the the time it re- it deserved in 2015, and so now I feel like I'm playing a whole new game, and in some ways that's very, yeah, that's very exciting. So don't worry about the latest greatest and riding the hype wave. Sometimes just chilling out and waiting for the next thing is the way to go. Uh, great emails though. Thank you guys for sending those. Awesome stuff as always. I think it's going to do it for the show. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with more, of course, right here at the uh, Core Show. If you'd like to uh, follow us around the world and see what we're doing, you can find us on Twitter, John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson. Bo is at Bo Schwartz. You can show follow the show at Core Pod, and you can find us online at frogpants.com slash core. Uh, you can also support us, patreon.com slash core show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard me right. Cool stuff going on over there. Want your own Dear Martha letter in the mail? Handwritten by John. Well, not handwritten. Written, and then we print them uh, (laughs) from John. Then uh, join up. That's just one of the great benefits of our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash core show. Consider supporting us today. I think it's going to do it. I'm really proud of the last Dear Martha letter. 
I'm sorry I, to interrupt the exit. It was I very it was good. Really good. Yeah, it was very good. I agree. I think people should not want to miss out on that. So don't and go in there and get it. Also, uh, let's have some final words of wisdom from the panel here. Bo, Bo, any what? What are you going to leave the people with this week? <laughs> you know, I prepared it, and now I forgot what it's going to be. Really, you had a prepared um, thing. That's well, awesome. I just—you've been asking for these words, so I'm like, I'm usually just reaching, and I didn't want—I didn't want that to be the case, but of course, it's the case. Yeah, and um, uh, I don't know. Get a VPN and a password manager. <laughs> He's or not a VPN. Uh, get a password manager. And what's the other thing I need to do? Yeah, the VPN thing's good for Chinese stuff. Is that why? Because you've been reading all this China stuff? Oh, well, yeah, VPN. No, no. Uh, password manager and antivirus. Oh, antivirus. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. yeah, get those. I did that today. I mean, VPN too, but it wasn't. I was thinking more of the other things. Sure. Yeah. I understand yeah. completely. Stop hacking my WordPress site, yeah. hackers. Yeah, you hacker, backer, lackers. Uh, John, anything? That's quite a treasure you have in your VPN. That will keep you safe from all those nefarious demons trying to get into your computer. Oh, that reminds Don't me. Don't let them. This is what we should do. Next week, we should do BlizzCon predictions, even though things are weird with Blizzard at the moment. I still I think it'd be that. worth doing. We should talk just what we think they're going to get up and do and what we think is important in light of this stuff in terms of like really knocking it out of the park and... That sort of stuff. But, I would love nothing better than to end up in the hospital because I'm so blown away. I'm going to take the Friday off, going to buy the BlizzCon package. Yeah. I'm going to try and enjoy it and hopefully, I don't know, man, New Diablo. If it's indeed true. Yeah, that's a big one. And if you're we'll uh, if you're off that day, we'll, uh, we'll have to talk because I am gonna I might do a BlizzCon kind of uh, stream. Hey, hey, Scott. You off that day, too? Also off that day. Oh, okay. Then we're bringing everybody in. Do you hear something, Scott? I I don't don't hear something. I don't think I'm going to BlizzCon. (laughs) I know you're not going. So I might be available. I think maybe we need to switch it back to U.S. West. (laughs) We're getting cross-talk on another call. I'm going to be there out front with a sign that says, Diablo is no laughing matter. You all should be. You should cosplay as Deckard the Cane and say, "I don't look like this man," and hold up a poster. Of you should. Drink. You should. No, you should just. You should say. <laughs> no one will get it because you don't look like. Hold him, a yellow sign that says, "God hates Nephilim" or something dumb like that. <laughs> or Imperius <laughs> hates Imperius hates Nephilim or something. That would be great. Why not that? Anyway, I talked to him before I was slain by butterflies. <laughs> You know how embarrassing it is to survive three games only to die from freaking butterflies. Uh, I need to do an interview you series. Think they, you think with X-Pac 3 they intended to bring him back? Uh, yes. Yeah, I would think so. You gotta bring him back. Yeah. Or 2, they, X-Pac 2. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. They had to bring a stupid book of his just to justify him not being there. They're like, well, his book's there, I guess. Yeah, I kind of agree. He would have been back. And you find scrolls all over the place. I left this in case you find a monster. Yeah. They screwed us on that deal. Those bastards. Well, well I mean, it could be the whole plot of four would be the resurrection of Cain. It could be. You know, it could be called Cain's, Cain's, uh, the Cain's rebirth. No, no. Cain's. Would he come back as an old man, though? Because, like, how annoyed would you be if, like, a young Deckard Cain showed up and he's just like, <laughs> Hey, how's it going? I'm Deckard Kane. I'm going to tell you about some stuff. 
<laughs> My whole voice changed. Yeah. This is how I sound now. Deal with it. He's Scottish. I think, <laughs> I think if they did it right, they could get away with it. All right. Well, soon enough, we got like a week and a half, and then we'll find out. You're making me like Anduin, so I like anything's Anduin. possible. I like Anduin. All right, uh, that'll be next week right here on The Core Show. Uh, again, come on back and listen to us. We're live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Time at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. No, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.